1: all right everybody what's going on thanks for joining us here on church of the corn uh drake what's what's going on my friend how are you doing today
0: oh i'm good man um this coffee table i've been putting together is kicking my ass um almost done with it and for those of you who like to complain about ikea i raise you target um target (laughs) targets engineers seem to be equally as bad so, that's where I'm at. Um What about you, brother?
1: It sounds like you're having as much fun this week as I had with the ring camera last week. So, it's, uh, it's it seems like there's always something around the house that's kicking one of our asses.
0: Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny? I tweeted at Target today because I was so pissed. I was as pissed uh, as I've ever been with a piece of furniture taking it out of the box as I was today there has to be some sort of an algorithm for their AI bot on Twitter to respond. And I think I finally hit whatever that follower limit is for them. Like you, you have to have so many followers. I swear because I've tweeted at target before with about stuff that annoys me and they've never said anything. And today it took like two minutes. So um, I I'm convinced that there is some sort of, Algorithm based on who they will reply to and offer help to, but unless you have somebody on call on Sunday to come put together this coffee table, not a lot of help. You still, unfortunately, solving my problem. So yeah, <laughs> I ju- I just thought it was funny I, that they replied that that fast. And you know, I I've said far worse things about Target before. So
1: well, maybe they're trying to help you out, and you finally hit that follower account, which is important, I guess, if you want to get shit done. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it's like when they reply to Google reviews and stuff.
1: Yeah, that's always a weird one to me. I, I, I don't know. I've called out Cox Cable quite a few times because they continuously fuck up, and it's 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 worked uh it's worked pretty well so far. So I guess uh keep what holding the feet to the. What do you have
0: Cox Cable for at this point in time?
1: Uh, because I still ha- I have the gig for the internet, and for some reason I still pay for cable even though I watch the same fucking shit day after day after day. I like you I, haven't you haven't pulled the plug and just gone to YouTube? So I, I looked at pricing uh for, for what I pay now and what I would pay, it'll end up being about the same anyway. So I just stick with Cox because it's it's convenient and it sucks to say that and I hate it. But but
0: being the sports junkie you are, I think you would appreciate YouTube TV more. Why, Drake? Because they have a far better sports package than like their basic package for like eighty bucks or whatever it is is significantly better on the sports side than Cox's basic. You get the ACC network, Big Ten, SEC network. I think you even get the Longhorn network. Fuck um, Texas. Get yep. apparently. You get a ton of you get a ton of other stuff. Um, in fact, last weekend they were running a preview for a Sunday ticket and i don't i don't think it was supposed to work this way but i could watch 20 minutes of any game that was on sunday ticket that was on regular tv and then it'd say your preview ran out and then i backed out and went back into the same game and then started over i don't think it's supposed to work that way and i don't know anybody else that it worked that way for but it did work that way for me
1: you know that's like a loophole i found on adidas website a couple years ago i got the ultra boost the red ones the the husker ones and i got them uh like 40% off because – or 40 or 50% off because I found a coupon. It wasn't supposed to work for those. It worked for them. I put it on Twitter. The next day it was gone. Couldn't use it anymore. So I think I also found a loophole years ago, which I yeah. still have those damn things. Most comfortable shoes I've ever um, found, though.
0: I, my one knock for YouTube TV, for me, obviously – you're not a baseball guy like I am either, though. Um, and that's not my knock because – I pay for MLB.TV TV um, because I'm a Giants fan, and they're never on TV here. Royals fans, the Ro- there's a problem with the Royals. MLB.TV, you can't get the Royals because they're always blacked out for local television. Oh, and yeah, I didn't even
1: think of that being, but yeah, makes sense.
0: YouTube TV, YouTube TV doesn't get the Royals. Blah 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 blah. Um, my complaint about YouTube TV is much more of a first-world problem where they will pick, like, Saturdays, I love it, you can, they call it, like, a quadcast, and they pick, there's multiple channels where you can watch four games at the same time. My complaint is you don't get to pick the same four games. You don't get to pick the four games. They're pre-picked for you.
1: Oh, fuck you. I want to be able to pick those four games.
0: I mean...
1: I guess it could be worse. That that is a really first world problem, but yeah. So like those games,
0: I think normally there's two games that I'm interested in on it at least. Um, one time this year that they had like three of the quadcasts up, and each of them only had one game I was interested. in. Ooh, so that's that rough. you know you just kind of pick it, um that being said worst case worst comes to worst i have plenty of tvs so i can just roll out another tv into the living room and have two quadcasts going
1: oh that's fair i might have to look into that then cuz i i'm used to only watching one game and then i'll have one on my phone or something like that so i'll have to look into that possibly maybe maybe uh stop paying cox that money
0: yeah it's it, it's it's worth the conversation just do the trial try try the trial um, i you know my parents my parents still have a landline um last year before earlier this year before we got married uh, my parents were complaining about their bill and I was like well you guys watch a lot of the streaming services that I pay for and that you pay for you don't need that cable um look at YouTube TV and YouTube TV at that point was either like 69.99 or 74.99 something something like that it's gone up like ten or fifteen bucks since they bought it, but you know, I unplugged their cable box just so they would do the trial, and it, it was like a three-day learning curve for them. But they'll never go back to cable, and until they're forced to.
1: Oh, that that makes sense. You'll yeah, have to check into that. Uh, yeah, there's there's some different options out there. I was looking at sling as well, but I'll ch- I'll check out YouTube fucking reevaluate those options hopefully save some money too that'd be cool
0: yeah this is the last thing i'll say i think sling you know who who loves sling our boy fits um slit sling i believe is like super big into the soccer package
1: oh well maybe that makes sense why i didn't like it because i did not like sling <laughs> when i had it. it fucking it was not good but i guess let's talk some did,
0: nebraska sports
1: yeah let's let's get into that i see it says remain calm under your name drake why should, why why do we need to remain calm is there uh it seems like you know, there's a multitude of reasons at this point after today
0: yeah you, you know i got several dms you know Steve Wilfong wrote out today, like Dylan Raiola still maintained communication with Georgia while he was here all weekend. Which, by the way, newsflash, he's still fucking committed, so he, he, he
1: should be. Why? In contact also, with
0: also, I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this. I am a 33 year old man. Okay, man child, whatever you want to call me. If Kirby Smart is texting me, I'm responding. How do you think a 17 to 18 year old kid is like I, I'm responding?
1: Absolutely. It's, it's number one, as you brought up, that's still their quarterback at this point. He's still committed to the university of Georgia. Um, and yeah, I, I have, I have interrupted conversations with people to respond to, and they were, they are far less important than Kirby smart is. So if Kirby smart sex me, I, I'm taking that text as well. It's, yeah, um, it, it's it seems like there's chatter about that going on right now. And uh, Wolf Long also said that while it's going on and he still predicts the flip at the end of the day, which um, I don't, I'm not sure if you saw the video that was kind of floating around of. Uh, possible
0: potentially Dylan Raiola filming a video at Memorial Stadium. Yeah. Um, so here's why I think it's legit. Go back to his last visit, the jersey he was wearing. What number was it?
1: It was it was fifteen or no, it was one, wasn't it? Or are you talking the photo shoot? It was one. Okay, that's what I thought.
0: It was one. This video that popped up last night before being scrubbed from the internet. Did you happen to catch what number it was?
1: I could not quite tell, but it looked. I I heard two things. I heard it's one or fifteen.
0: It was fifteen
1: that's what i thought Like uh someone someone caught that on uh, i think one of the message boards i couldn't tell cuz was shit
0: yeah it lo- it looked like 15 to me um i think that's a good sign
1: cuz i believe that's the uh, number if i'm not mistaken
0: you you got at least one crystal ball out of one of those visitors as well flipped from miami i think you're going to get the one from oregon too
1: I think um, yeah, Larry 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 Tarver Jr., I believe is the uh my the one from that flipped. Um but that that's yep. a Maryland cornerback. Um and then the two the two linebackers are the interesting ones. Shavers is one and if they can flip Williams, that's that is a hell of a recruiting job.
0: Williams has been on a Nebraska Twitter bender today. Um, I think I think you get both of them.
1: I think it was, uh, it, it might have been Brunts or Christofferson on the, um, or Turoff on the message board that says it, it's obviously flipping Williams is, is incredibly tough to do. But if, if you get uh, Riolà flipped, it makes the, the flipping of Williams much easier to do. Obvious.
0: Yeah. Um. Let's see. What else? Some news broke today that we're no longer out of the running for Julian Fleming. We're actually back in the running. Um, Some things have changed there on his side. I think that's uh, a good sign that you have a five-star quarterback committing on Wednesday, which, by the way, if if you want to know what solidified it for me and why I'm calm, last night you had 10 coaches, 10 coaches in Ainsworth. The
1: entire staff in Ainsworth at a wedding.
0: Not in Lincoln with your prize potential recruit. If that and also that wedding was where we stand.
1: Yeah. That's, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. The, I, and, and a random way to get that, no one tied to the program. Um, <laughs>
0: yeah. They crashed the wedding after a basketball game.
1: So, so yeah, that, that tells me regardless of the wilt Fong stuff, which to me is, isn't anything breaking. I would honestly expect Georgia to still be pursuing this quarterback. Um, yeah that that made me feel much better knowing that none of the coaching staff was in Lincoln. Uh, yeah, the
0: I mean, I guess I mean, most there's that of video of them at the wrestling match. It's so I think that private jet was putting in work yesterday cuz
1: Absolutely the, the, it was. The
0: video and the photos of them at the wrestling match, Tony White, D Michelle, Donnie Raola are all there. But then you have the photo of them at the basketball game with Carter Nelson, Tony White is also there. Um and then today, you know, at the women's game, you have photos of Dylan and and Rule there together. Like it's as solid as it can be without being official.
1: I mean, it, it feels me. it it feels like the obvious gentleman's agreement behind doors seems like it's the case. But I, I have no problem with him stretching it out till Wednesday at this point. I mean, it is what it is. It, it's his. No. It, it's on his timeline to commit when he when he chooses to. Um, and, and when you're the number one quarterback in the country, which I think he is in this class, um, and, and depending uh, top on ten, which
0: side, and which metric, like okay. he's one through four.
1: So we'll just say he's a top 10 recruit in the country. When you have that kind of
0: yeah
1: prowess, you get to kind of call your shot. Um, and, and, and I mean, I think we're both hearing things that possibly Sunday was the day when it, it could happen. Um, so I guess I'm not super surprised it didn't know.
0: Yeah, uh, um, I'll, I'll, I'll be tell interested you what, to see too. what
1: happens with Williams. So I'll see if, to see if there's a little bit more fire uh, by signing day with him.
0: I think I, I'm not going to throw names out there, but there's going to be, I believe, there's going to be at least one other one, maybe two, maybe three other super high end recruits that we we went down to the wire with. One of them committed last time we had Munson on and we were recording our show.
1: Oh, I know that Um, one. I was actually going to ask if you had a couple guys you would like to see on a dream wish list to get flipped to Nebraska.
0: I I think we get at least one more of these three guys, potentially two. If we we get all three of the guys that I'm thinking of, uh, we're immediately a top 10 class.
1: Because, I honestly, I, if I go off my wish list on what uh, what this team is missing, and I'll put out names just because it's a wish list, Baker would be number one, Brandon Baker, obviously, the left tackle committed to Texas. And probably my number two would be Nate Frazier, the uh, running back that committed to Georgia. That'd probably be my one and two at this point. I don't think that's breaking any.
0: A lot of people forget this. Nate Frazier's commitment, not officially – but unofficially and, you know, pretty widely believed was contingent on Dylan Rayola. He wants to play with Dylan Rayola, Rayola, however you want to spell it. I know that debate happened this week too. However you want to pronounce that last name. I'm a Rayola guy. Um, But it is widely believed that his commitment is contingent on Dylan, meaning, you know, Nebraska was in deep with him. And if Nebraska's getting Dylan, there's a good shot that you get Frazier.
1: Well, and that, that's kind of the funny thing about that was um, you, you didn't see, you haven't heard a whole lot out of Frazier. Even his commitment coming to Nebraska is pretty quiet, but why wouldn't you want to play with a guy like rail, a uh, super talented kid. And, and obviously going to Georgia um, committing uh, cause they committed around the same time. Didn't they? Ish.
0: Um, yeah, uh, like, I th- I think Fraser was
1: probably a couple weeks later. Okay, that see I couldn't remember if Fraser was the earlier one or the later one with that. Um, he would be an interesting one. And I guess a third one for me would be Wingo, um, at, at the receiver spot. But um, you guys can't
0: see me, but I am also nodding my head. <laughs> uh,
1: um, Wingo is he's at Texas as well, correct? Or is he a Mizzou ooh. guy? I thought he. I thought he. Why can't I, I, rem- was why can't I remember
0: Wingo's first name? Is it Ryan Wingo? Ryan Wingo, let me look
1: real quick. Yeah, for some reason I thought he was a Texas commit, but I know uh, he is a Texas a... commit. Okay, so if you could flip Brandon Baker and Ryan Wingo both from from Texas, and then um, Frazier from from Georgia, I mean, that's a fucking good class. I mean, that's an incredible class considering you just won five games.
0: Yes. And again, like, I don't think Matt rule just lets Kyle McCord walk. If you don't have Dylan Riolo in the bag.
1: Oh, absolutely. I don't think there's any way that you can, as a head coach at that point, um, just with the uncertainty you have at the quarterback position, I, I think a huge win in the recruiting class is keeping uh, Kalen in it there as well. Um, yeah,
0: I, I, feel, I, I agree because I think I think Carter Nelson is heavily contingent on Danny Kalen. I really do.
1: See, and and that's what that's what I've seen floated out there as well. Um, that that keeping those two together is not a must-have, but those two are, are are pretty um in entwined with each other which hey that's that's perfect that's if you know you want to keep the uh highest rated player in the state as part of that staff um I just think that that competition that quarterback room over the next even if it's the next year two years if if Kalen transfers out i think that that's that's a legitimate competition um in and you know going forward I don't think reg the freshman year, because I think Ryola is better, honestly. But I think going mm-hmm. forward, that's a guy that kind of raises the standard in that room um, for, for Ryola and and what's behind him.
0: Yep. And for the record, I will say Ryola currently, according to On3, has a 60.3% favor to flip from Georgia. George is the next highest for his commitment at 22% and USC is third at 11.7.
1: Well, Matt rule, just so you know, also posted a photo of Gail Sayers flipping over an offensive line into a, or sorry, Walter Payton, um, over his offensive line into the end zone for a touchdown. So I'm wondering if that says something coming from rule as well.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's take a look at what they're saying about Nathaniel Frazier. If my why is on on three running laggy for me? Georgia's still favored at 91%. Nebraska's not here at all. So if Nebraska's able to pull this off, that, that's massive.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I, what they've been able to do this recruiting class, uh, bricks. Tell um, on your, on your line, it has been huge. I mean, Uman Mielin in the last class, Lenhart. Hart, um, this one, obviously if they get rail, uh, I mean, they, there has just been some guys that they have gotten in on the roster that I don't think previous staffs would have done or been able to get, um, it's it's been super yeah. impressive what they've been able to do in short term. I mean, they said it themselves. If they ever got a label on their chest or um a letter on their chest, watch out. I mean, shit.
0: Yeah, and you know what? Let Let's play devil's advocate here just for a second. Let's say we don't flip anybody. We don't flip Dylan. We don't get anybody else. I'm still impressed with where we're at in this recruiting class. With who we expect to sign. And with where we got this late in the game, and potentially flipping these guys, I don't ever remember a guy like Dylan Rayola, Rayola, sorry, being you know in contention for us this late in the game. I really don't. I mean, I know you have you have some guys on the defensive side of the ball, especially uh, Chandler Parsons. At one point, um, before committing to Penn State, you thought you had a legitimate shot at. What this staff is doing is very commendable. I don't think, like, even if you lose out and you're, you know, you're stuck running Purdy, Harburg, and Kalen out there as your quarterback room next year, all is not lost. Like, you put your name in contention. And Brian Munson said it the night Brandon Baker committed. Like, just being in these top fives with some of these players is impressive because we haven't been for a very long time. Being in the top three for some of these guys is very impressive because we haven't been for a long time. Now we got to start closing. I'm not going to sit here and say that we don't, but you got to start putting some wins on the board. And I, I think we're getting a lot closer to that than we are. I think we're closer to winning now today than we were in 2021 when we lost nine games by three points. I legitimately think we are significantly closer. And I expect us to flip a couple of those losses that we had this year. I mean, we lost what four games, 13 to 10, or something like that this year.
1: Yeah. I expect
0: um, us to flip that this year, at least two of those.
1: I mean, shit, if you had a, if you, if you could have completed 60% of your passes in, in, in in those games, you win them. Um, that way you're not turning the ball over as much. But,
0: um, and I'm, I I, I think we land down like, I, I'm ninety-five percent sure Dylan is a corner. I I But if he doesn't, it's not all lost.
1: Yeah. Um it, it's it it puts a, a damper on things, obviously. Um, but if he ends up sticking with George or what have you, it is what it is at the end of the day. I do have to say, Drake, uh you were right on the whole. Would I take Ryola over McCord kind of debate? You were right with that. So um if given the choice between Ryola and McCord. someone brought up a good point that he's as well-developed as a quarterback coming out of high school is going to be considering the coaching he's had and different things like that. If he can pick up the playbook, I mean, why not give him a swing at it? It's his his true freshman year and roll with that. But as you said, let him grow with the offense. I feel a lot more comfortable where that offensive line is going to be at this year than last year. The the concern for me now is the receivers. Um, have they taken that step forward like the offensive line will?
0: And better quarterback play obviously helps them make that jump. They have some jumps that they have to do on their make on their own as well. Like there's no doubt about it. Um, I I still expect some staff shakeup. Like I think the staff is still going to get shaken up, which will hopefully add some continuity to that offense. Um but I feel a hell of a lot better going into this off season than I did, did last season. Right. Like, you know, I, I, I was pretty, pretty rough last off season. Like I didn't really see a path forward. Uh, I was not excited about expecting one to three wins with, with Matt rule per par his, you know, his track record. I just, I, I wasn't super excited. Now, the potential of flipping Dylan Raiola definitely adds to that excitement, but I I see a path forward. I see a path forward without Dylan of getting the six wins next year with who we have on roster. I really, really do. I think Purdy and Harburg are going to get developed this offseason for the first time in their careers at Nebraska. They're actually going to get developed and, you know, They'll be significantly better than they were last year. Now, are they going to be where you need to be to compete for conference titles? Probably not. Purdy's closer to that today, but I think Harburg has more upside. Do I want either of them to be QB1 next year? If Matt Rule decides that they're QB1, then I'm going to trust him. He he proved that he's willing to pull the plug on guys that aren't getting it done this year, um, which is something that we have not necessarily seen for a very long time. So I, I, I'll live with whatever decision is made there. I still think you're a lot farther away from a conference championship than just a quarterback. Um, Now, obviously does landing that quarterback get you a hell of a lot closer than building up the rest of the offense. Yeah. Quarterbacks can win games and Dylan Rowe is a quarterback that can win games. Um, But if you don't get him, it's, it's not doom and gloom. Let's like pump the brakes. The sky is not falling no matter what. Like we are on a path forward towards success
1: yeah I, I that's that's the one thing i do um that's that's a, a big reason i have a lot of faith in this staff is they've proven that when they identify weaknesses on roster that's something they hit and they they hit it hard you've seen it with the defensive line last year um you've seen it with the offensive line this offseason i mean they're 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 getting the pieces in place to restore areas of, of weakness and um i think the Riola thing just happened to pop up at the at the perfect time with the perfect set of circumstances. Uh, because if if it was in the other coaching staff, it wouldn't have happened, I believe. Um I I do feel feel like Rule and uh the way that they've conducted themselves and, and proved toward building the big picture, makes you a man of your word on on how he spun things. I think at the end of the day that really helped him uh sink Riola in. Plus a fat stack of fucking cash helps too. So
0: yeah wow. yeah a large large infusion into that nil budget. um I don't like just because Dylan didn't announce this weekend, I still think he's in, and I don't think the flipping is done like get let's let's make that clear. I expect at least one more flip that is currently not committed to Nebraska and committed elsewhere. I expect some highly rated guys that are available out there that are not committed to maybe be on the board for Nebraska. Like I know this was the last weekend for visits and we're not going to get any more official visits before Wednesday. You're going to, there's going to be some things happening. Like let's just enjoy the ride. Like, do you remember a recruiting cycle that has been this fun going into signing day?
1: Uh, No, I, i've I've followed recruiting for a while, um, but I can't remember one that's been. I can't remember one that's been this fun with this many high level recruits, um, and, and expecting things to kind of go in Nebraska's way on some of them. Um, I, I, There's does, a difference between hoping and expecting, right? Like, that, yeah, exactly. That's a that's a good point. Ex- expecting it at at this point, I would say I'm almost expecting Rilo to commit. Um, if he doesn't, eh, shit, that sucks. But it's not so much of a hope. Um, I would say earlier in his recruiting cycle is more of a hope. Now we're 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 at the finish line. It's more of a kind of expecting at this point. W-
0: I expect Williams, him to I, uh,
1: Yeah. I mean, like a Dylan, Dylan Williams, the Oregon commit. Ooh, um, that's for me, that's a hope. But as you said, there's there's things maybe showing the more affinity toward Nebraska to me it's still more of a hope on him um but damn it if they could flip that guy that, that would be a nice infusion to that 335 defense I could see him getting fresh or you know playtime as a freshman in that linebacker room
0: yeah that, that linebacker room needs to be restocked a little bit I I think you're gonna see some big names come off the board in Nebraska's way on Wednesday and I think they're waiting on until Wednesday because guess what it's been a long time Senator, since Nebraska has been able to control the narrative on signing day. You get the number one quarterback and some other late flips to flip at the table. That That's a totally different conversation. And then, you know, if you feel like you still have to augment your roster with some transfer portal guys, those guys are paying attention to that.
1: Well, exactly. That's one thing that I also wanted to bring up um, about the running back room is I'm not necessarily – Super concerned with that running back room right now um, by the early signing period, just because of the fact I feel like they've taken the early signing period to develop to, you know, find their quarterbacks uh, in the next class, find the uh, get the offensive alignment in the next class. And then I feel like they're going to use more of the transfer portal, the Juco market, and then see who's left out there um, in the running back market, because there's there's guys that still aren't going to sign in this early class. Um, yeah,
0: if they don't get one of these big flips from a running back from at the high school level, I don't think they're super involved in any of the running backs in the transfer portal right now. I think at that point, if you don't get a massive flip, you run it back with Emmett as RB1, which I'm perfectly fine with. He looked serviceable, um, looked like he has a chance to be pretty explosive, actually. And then, you know, you there's going to be some FCS guys, some group of five guys that, you know, will join that running back by committee. You're not looking right now. It does not appear that they're looking for a new bell cow, unless they're able to flip one, one of two guys in Keywan Lacy, Lacey, who I don't think is available. I, I don't think he's an option, Um but Nathaniel Frazier, I, I think they are going to go after Nathaniel Frazier hard. I, I think Dylan's going after him hard. If you're able to flip him, you know, that running back room changes immensely already. Um, I think Quentin Ives is going to be very serviceable. I like him a lot. Obviously, we're still up in the air about Gabe Irvin. We don't know how his recovery is going. Um, I'd be surprised if he's playing next year. That that hip injury is pretty gruesome. But there, there's a million running backs out there. You're going to be able to fill, find the depth. You might not get a game-changing back better than Emmett, but that's fine because Emmett's Emmitt, still a very good running back. You might not go find the next Amon Green or Lawrence Phillips. Hopefully, it's not the Lawrence Phillips off the field either. Uh, but there's there's going to be bodies out there, and you know some of those guys, some of those bodies that you find end up turning out to be way better than you ever expected. They just didn't weren't in the right system or this or that. Like, just trust. Like for the first time, I have absolute trust in a staff to get something done especially with what I'm hearing about the staff shakeups and what what's to come there. So I feel really good headed into Wednesday. Uh, the earliest I'm going to be available to record anything after tonight is Thursday. Uh, my Tuesday, and my Wednesday are pretty packed. So um, barring anything wild, you guys won't hear from us until Sunday.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it's going to be a fun um, week leading up to Wednesday. Just because you don't see it right now doesn't mean it's not coming to fruition. I think there's as you as you said uh, a lot going on behind the scenes, uh, staff working hard. Plus, why wouldn't you get your um, quarterback to possibly flip some high level recruits to uh, Nebraska as well? But uh, yeah, otherwise, plan on being here next Sunday. Drake, we got anything else, my friend? I'm good, brother. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, thanks for joining us tonight, everybody. Uh, for Drake, for myself. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk to you later.